This week, I'm going to go ahead and continue, and we're going to talk about, if I gave it a title, to step in to stay. And what I mean by that, to step in to stay, that means in praise, in thankfulness, and gratefulness. Amen? So we're going to do that today. So I want you to tell your neighbor to get ready. Just look at him and say, get ready, because you're about to receive God. Amen? So we're going to start in Acts chapter 16. I'm going to read verses 23 through 29. And we're going to, this is probably where we're going to be. There's going to be some other scriptures. But what you're going to find here is the ability that God's going to unlock some things in your life. Amen? So I'll just begin reading. It says, when they had struck them with many blows, they threw them into a prison, commanding the jailer to guard them securely. And he, having received such a command, threw, threw them into the inner prison and fastened their feet into the stocks. But about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there came a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison house were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains unfastened. When the jailer awoke, he was asleep, y'all. <laughs> and saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword, was, an about to, was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had ran away. But Paul cried out with a loud voice saying, do not harm yourself for we are all here. So last week, Pastor Pat stuck on and started with that Jesus is our only foundation. It talks about that in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and 11. If you want to, he really expounds on that. Go, go listen to the YouTube. You can listen to that. But I want to say something about that, that Jesus Christ is the only way you're going to step in. You can't step in either, any other way than about Jesus, but you can listen to that at the YouTube or watch that. I'm going to get right into the meat of the message. Say the meat. So here's something about God. When you step in to stay, you have to allow the Lord, Holy Spirit, to work in you. If you try to stand on your own foundation, you're not going to be able to do it. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, it says, For it is God who is at work in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So you have to allow, if you're going to step in, the Holy Spirit to work on your mind, your will, and your emotions so you can stand in your darkest time. Amen? So one of the things I looked up was, what does praise mean? What does praise mean in verse 25? In the Greek, it means humneo, which simply means to lift your voice and to lift up. But more importantly, it says that they were singing hymns, which the Jews called the great Hallel. Let me explain. The great Hallel was a time, if we were all Jewish, where the community of the Jewish community get together as family and they Hallel God. Hallel means hallelujah. So they bring a thankfulness to God Almighty as a community. 
What that says to you when they hallel God is that you're not isolated, you're not all by yourself, that the enemy is not trying to pin you in. You're fighting with someone right beside you because you're lifting up the holy name of God. Amen? Specifically, they spoke in these psalms. And I, it's really, really fascinating, and I'm pretty sure Pastor Pat is going to pick up on that. But Psalms 113 to 118, especially Psalms 136. This was what they were singing when they were in jail. You have to have a song in your heart if you're going to stay in the darkness. If you find, have you ever found yourself walking with God and all of a sudden you ask yourself, how did I get here? Am I by myself? Amen. How did I get here? I'm walking with the Lord. I'm praying. I'm in community. But somehow I ended up in a dark place. I believe some of you who walked in the room are in a place of desperation. You need God to move for you, and everything around you seems very, very dark. And God wants to release a word to you of a thankfulness and a praise. Do you know when you lift up your heart in praise, even if you don't say a word, your heart is lifting up praise to God? How? It's beating. And if your heart is beating, you can win what you're fighting against. I'll go preach over here. Amen. <laughs> if your heart is, I'm just kidding. You guys are really in my heart, really. You know I'm joking, right? You can invite me to dinner. I will eat. Just letting you know, you can't put out no cheese sandwiches and crackers. <laughs> Everyone say, loosen up. loosen up. Say, loosen up. loosen up. Why? Because Jesus is on the throne. He's not surprised by what you're walking through. Say, loosen up. The reason we loosen up is because Jesus has defeated your enemy each and every time. Say, loosen up. Good. He'll beat them down seven times over and over and over and over and over just for you. I'm preaching now. What we don't realize is when we're walking through a dark place, you're usually not by yourself. And this one point I have here says, when you step in to stay, there's always someone listening. There's always someone listening. Verse 25, again. But about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Here's the backstory. These guys were going to prayer. All of a sudden, 
This woman, out of the blue, started mocking them and saying bad things. And I'm paraphrasing. And Paul got annoyed. He was like, bro, you got to do something about her. So Paul looked at her and said, in the name of Jesus, cast the spirit out. Then the city got mad, and they are like, whip them. So they got their clothes whipped off of them. They got beat black and blue. They were just going to prayer. Then they got put not only in the jail, in the inner prison with real criminals who deserve to be there. And we're mad when Starbucks gets it wrong. The kingdom of God is not for your pleasure. The kingdom of God is for your character. The kingdom of God, you will find yourself if you walk with Jesus in a dark place. Say amen. amen. It's not always going to be bubblegum and rainbows. You're going to need to know how to praise and thank him for every situation. Oh, that's good right there. You know, something about midnight, I have a question. Is midnight in the morning or in the evening? In the morning. Is it light outside at midnight or dark outside? It's dark. Here's an encouraging word. That your dark place right here, right now, everything that you're walking through right now, God in the darkest place, in your midnight place, is, is bringing a place of breakthrough for you. He's setting you up to advance and to have, victor to have victory. He's not afraid of your darkness. He's not afraid of it. In fact, he's going to use it to confound the enemy. But you have to stay. There's no eject button in the kingdom. Eject, eject. You're not ejecting. Eject. I want to get out. Here's what God does for every father in the room. I'm a father. I'm a very good father. I am. I'm not the best, all right? But I'm pretty good. A father will see you walk through a trial and say, no problem. He'll see you. God the Father will bring you all the way back around until you pass. That's called love, guys. Consistency from the kingdom of God and our heavenly Father shows love in the, the toughest times. Am I preaching right now? I think I am. I really do. Because I can feel the resistance. And it's really, it's not you. It's the territory. I don't care about a hard heart in the territory. Can I just be real? Because the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, able to divide a soul asunder, and, and able to bring discernment between the soul and the spirit. The word of God is the sword of the spirit. If I speak the word of God, if I read the word of God, it's bringing light. It's bringing light in your dark place. You are a spiritual house. 
And every house has a secure foundation. Our foundation happens to be Jesus. And in your midnight hour, these men began to sing psalms and hymns in the darkest place. And they weren't doing it to escape. Because they didn't get put there because they were criminals. They got put there for doing the kingdom business, for praying for someone. So all of a sudden, every criminal in your dark place sees like, whoa, you don't belong here. In the city of Oceanside or any city, there are sections of the city that you should not go into. If I walked down to Center Street at 9.30 at night about 20 years ago, I, I'm not supposed to be down there. So people know if you belong where they are. They also know when you don't belong there. And these men were singing praise to God. Let me ask you a question. Is your praise loud enough so others can hear it? Really, it's not about the volume. It's about your heart and your actions. Your praise comes from your obedience. Okay. It's true. It's true. So when we step in to stay, we need to realize that our praise, our thankfulness creates light. So I wonder, are we really in here to help others or just to help ourselves? Do you know the reason why there's not a lot of power in the church is because we're self-centered? I don't know about you. I don't know if, I, I'm just saying, maybe now in my life I would have prayed for others. But at that time, some parts of my life, I'm like, why am I praying for them? Look, I want to get free. Because we're so centered on ourselves. Wow. So God works in you in the darkest places. God works in you in the most chaotic places. And these men said, we're not here, God, to get something from your hand. We're here to elevate and lift up your name no matter what. Your name, Hallel, Hallelujah, Jesus, is worthy to be praised. Your name, Hallel, Hallelujah, you are with me in the darkness. You are with me in every part of my life. I lift you up. Sometimes in our generation, I'm a little older, okay? I'm seasoned. I don't call myself old. I'm seasoned. You can put some old salt on some food. It'll still taste better than if you didn't put it on. <laughs> Amen. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> People just want to know you're there. 
People want to know you're there. If you step into my darkness, I just want to know you're going to stay. Because sometimes most people don't stay. Because they're like, oh, no, this is too much. (laughs) I didn't expect any of this. But when you're coming in to lift up his name, you're willing to stay. So I have another question for you. Do you think, what are you bringing to the table? What is your staying with him, enduring with him, bring to the table? So I'll use my life as a testimony. It's cool. I don't mind. This is going to be good. Okay. So I first got saved. I kind of walked away from God. Then I came back to God. Bam. He loves me so much. I go to church. We're always in church. I was at church Wednesday, Wednesday night, <laughs> third, not Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. We always have prayer. Anyway, there's a Sunday service going on. No, it's a Wednesday, Wednesday night service, and it's jamming. I used to go to a church called Genesis Ministries International, and my wife is here. We jam. And I mean, I was younger, so I was dancing. It was all good. During this time, when you first come back to the Lord, you have to beat off people judging you. You can feel when people are like, yeah, that's Jeff Jones. He's back, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we're going and we're moving. We're grooving. And all of a sudden, the Lord speaks to a woman, a woman ministry. She says, hey, I really believe that someone has a song of the Lord. Someone has an encouragement. I was like, sweet. All of a sudden, my hand went up. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? (laughs) I can't sing. And I was having a burnt toast week. I don't know about you, but Monday was burnt toast. Tuesday was burnt toast. Wednesday was burnt, burnt toast. It was a consistent cycle of burning my toast. Can I get amen? So I wasn't particularly happy. But I was in my word, and I was in the Psalms. And all of a sudden, she hands the mic to me. And I'm like, sweet, what are you going to do? And I heard this song, which is now still in my heart. No more shackles on your feet. No more shackles on your mind. Shackles on my feet I leave behind. I praise you. I was like, okay. So I went back in. No more shackles on my feet. No more shackles on my mind. Shackles on my feet I leave behind. I praise you. I was doing the Moore's Day in the time up in there. I was like, okay. Okay. No more shackles on my feet. No more shackles on my mind. Shackles on my feet, I leave behind. Bingo. You have to break the shackles. And that praise created an atmosphere of victory. It was scriptural, but it was spontaneous. I hallowed, hallelujah, I lifted him higher. That was 30 years ago. 30 years ago, and that song is still in my heart. You're like, wow, you're really old. That's what I felt from you guys. Come on, man. One day you're going to be my age. 
just keep on living. <laughs> Time does not stand still. But you know what? something about time, and I'll get off this rabbit trail, your father doesn't live in time. So when you think you're in a dark place, when you think you're all by yourself, he doesn't live in time. He doesn't live under time. He created time. So at any moment, late in the midnight hour, God's going to turn it around. It's going to work in your favor. I'm telling you late, late in the midnight hour, God's going to turn it around. It's going to work in your favor. Back to the schedule programming. <laughs> I had a rabbit trail, so I was hopping down that trail. Isn't that a good song? You need to declare that over your life. I believe some of you have shackles on your feet, and God says you're not a slave. If I could sing that, that well, I'm no longer a slave to fear, right? I can't sing, but I can worship. There are no shackles on your mind. Shackles on your feet leave behind. It takes courage to walk out of your darkness. So what? here's another uh, declaration. Do you know who's following you? Because if they were listening, there were people following them out of the prison. If you follow Christ, someone's going to follow you to the light. That was free. That was free. So if I had a spiritual song, it brings me to my final point. Our staying in praise and thankfulness releases the supernatural. Say supernatural. God is a spirit and those that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. When they began to sing those songs, it says that the, the foundations, there was a great earthquake, and the foundations of your prison were shaken. The foundations opened up the prison doors, and the shackles fell to their feet. Now the real prisoners ran out. <laughs> <laughs> but the two who were on assignment stayed. Because remember, the jailer said he woke up. He was about to kill himself. And Paul said, no, we're still here. Your selfish amb ambitions won't save your family. You're wanting them saved for your own benefit won't get them saved. But your sacrifice of praise in the middle of chaos, God begins to move. Amen. Amen. Isn't that good? Are you getting something? Shout hallelujah. Oh, amen. Can I have Julius come to the keys? I like when Julius plays keys. 
when you have, when you have the right people in their position, the kingdom moves. That was free. Gail, can you grab that mic and come to the stage real quick? Yeah, go ahead and grab that mic real quick. This is not in my message. I told you you might get something new. I'm going to ask her a question about praise, and I want you to hear what she says. Is that okay? Can you welcome my wife to the stage? Hey, guys, keep cheering me on because she's mad at me right now. Amen. I'm going to get in trouble right now. Y'all better, better help me out. I'm going to get in trouble. Amen. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. Help me right now. I call upon your name. I have a question, babe. Gail, can you give an example of what praise has done for you in a spot in your life when it was dark? This is an example where I was actually singing praise. This was an example where, in a prior life, and um, I had gone to church and I came home and in my prior life, the other person didn't want me going to church. And so I was prepared to fight when I got home for going to church. And so this particular night I got home and, um, and when I say person, I'm speaking to the spirit, the enemy that resided in him, not, not him himself. And so I got home, I got my two kids in the house and the door after some words, the door was slammed shut with me on the other side. And so when I got home, I had locked my car. I knew I locked my car. And I'm locked out and it's cold. And I'm like, Lord, I'm, oh. the door is locked. The car is locked. I am barefoot. But I go to the car and I look in and I pull the thing and the door is open. So I get in the car and, okay, Lord, I'm going to worship you because I know you are Lord. Now I'm barefoot. I look down, there's a pair of sandals. I don't know how those sandals got in that car because I, I, I didn't. And then this person comes out and he's looking for me. I kid you not, guys. He came and he actually looked in the window on the side where I was. I was confused because he, he didn't see me. And he goes down the street, comes back up, and he slams the door. And I'm like, Lord, I, 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 I don't understand all this. Look up, Gail. I see stars, Lord. I see stars. Was it Abraham? As many stars as there are in the sky. I will give to you. 
I can hear my kids crying because, you know, mama's outside. <laughs> Lord, cover my children. And there's this praise that comes up. Lord, you're still with me. Even in all of this, you're still with me. You're still with I stayed in there, and the praise that was in me at the time was enough to say, okay, I'm going back in now. I heard him lock the door. I go to the door, it's unlocked. I'm ready to fight, guys. I, God, God help me. Back then, this is my former life. <laughs> I'm ready to fight. He looks confused. How did you get in that door? It was unlocked. That door wasn't locked. I locked it. It was unlocked. He throws his hands up. You know, kind of like, I don't know what to do with you and goes to bed. For me, that was my God. That was my God testing my praise. That was my God testing my trust. And from the praise comes the worship because you are sufficient. You are my everything. You are always there. You see my coming and going. all of that you deserve all of the praise Take your amen isn't that good maybe you wouldn't believe me but now you see who I'm married to so now you know why I get excited man because when you've been in dark places and you know him as Lord and you know he lifts up and opens the doors. That person looked in the window. Your praise shields you, protects you. It keeps you, but it gives you a door of freedom. As I do now, the invitation for freedom is here for your heart. The invitation for the breakthrough is here for your heart. Some of you want a fresh start. I feel a spirit of weariness. Some of you are tired sick and tired of fighting. If that's you, can you raise your hand? That's it. I want to see you. If you're tired and sick and tired, stand to your feet. Can I have some of our ministry team, if you see some of these, would it be okay if I had some folks that love you like I love you, just come alongside and pray for you? Would that be okay? Amen. If you see someone standing and you have the Spirit of God in you, Jose, stand up. Elijah, stand up. There you go. D, please. It's a family moment. Thank you, Jose. We extend our hearts and our hands right now. Thank you, Lord. For those who are in your seats, if you can stand to your feet, I want to release you. I want to thank you. But before y'all release you, I just need you to hold out your hands, if you could, like you're receiving something. That's it. Wow, the faith just came in the room. Father, under the sound of my voice, I thank you that you love them more than anyone else could love them. 
And in this place of humility for them, we say they are blessed coming in and they are blessed going out. They are blessed in the fields. Their families, we release a blessing. And that blessing has safety and security and peace. I bind the spirit of chaos in the name of Jesus over their lives. And I release the peace that passes all understanding. Come, Abba. Thank you for being here. Thank you for touching their hearts. Guys, my name is Pastor Jeff. It was an honor and a privilege you allowed me to bring the word of the Lord.